bow our heads in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for gathering us together this day. Bless us. And Lord Jesus, we ask that uh, you would come and be with us and that your word would speak life. And so, Holy Spirit, breathe into us all through this service your self. For I pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. In your anger, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Paul is writing to a new and a developing young church in Ephesus. And at the time, Ephesus was the most important city in what is now modern-day western Turkey on the coast. Earlier in that letter, he tells uh, these young Christians, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted, bias, deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your mind and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So he is saying that these Christians, like all Christians, are to turn their back on the way that they used to live and to live in a new life as Christians, which includes having this attitude in, our, in their minds towards God, or as he says in Romans, that we are to renew our minds as Christians and to put on the new self. Now, he is talking about, in this sense, being born from above, being born again, taking off the old self, putting on the new self of being Christians. But he's also talking about that's just not a one-time thing that, you know, and then you let it go. He's also talking here about walking the walk, not just talking the talk. So in the context of this new church, this new creation in Christ, Paul talks to them about anger. And the Greek word he uses here is orge. It means the kind of anger that desires revenge. And it comes from the Hebrew word, which is full of passion. And often that passion leads to killing somebody, leads to death. So Paul here is not talking about the anger that we feel when we miss that green light <laughs> trying to get through and it turns red. That's not the kind of anger he's talking about here. He's talking about destructive anger that if left to grow will just become more and more strong and lead to a fearful revenge. You know, think of all those action movies from Hollywood, th those kinds of revenges, <laughs> and, uh, and eventually death. You can see why earlier he writes about renewing of the mind because one path, anger, leads us in one direction and we need to have God renew our minds as Christians and put on this new self that God gives us in his grace. The kind of anger that Paul has in mind 
only comes from the devil, who is all about tearing Christian people down, who is all about tearing Christian communities and churches down, because it is his revenge against God. It's this kind of anger that Paul writes later in the passage that we heard today, not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Again, what he's talking about here is the kind of grief that we all feel when somebody we know and love dies. We've all felt that kind of grief, and it is awful. So when, by God's grace, a person turns away from their former self and receives Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit from both Jesus and God the Father, and they choose to live in us and be with us. And the anger that Paul is talking about grieves same kind of grief that we feel the Holy Spirit because the Spirit knows that the new creation that is living in us is going on a pathway to death. Spiritual death and maybe even physical death depending on the situation. So Paul sin says don't sin. Don't action or do this kind of anger that only Satan gives do something about it. Don't let the sun go down on it because it will only grow and grow in passion and in strength. Now, I'm going to go back to Genesis right at the beginning of the Bible and uh, in the beginning and uh, it's chapter 4 and it's the story that we all know so well about Cain and Abel. And uh, Cain got angry at his brother Abel and, and then we read in Chapter 4 and verse 6, the Lord, isn't that wonderful? The Lord came to Cain. <laughs> he came to him. Why are you angry? Why is your face so downcast? If you do what is right, God says, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. And as we know, anger mastered Cain. And it leads to the betrayal and murder of his own brother. Many of us, or most of us, have experienced this kind of anger in one form or another. Um, I certainly have. <laughs> I used to be a flaming redhead. Can you believe that? <laughs> and I had the temper to go with it. And, uh, and uh, it did not lead me in very good places. And part of my Christian walk has been to, first of all, identify my anger, and second of all, invite God into it, and third, by God's grace, master it. Because if we don't master it as Christians, it will master us. And when anger ma masters us as church or as individuals, all hell literally breaks loose. So, Paul says we are to be made new in the attitude of our minds and to put on this new self. Created to be like God, he writes, in true righteousness and holiness. 
both of these things, righteousness and holiness, are again, gifts from God. We need to ask for or even beg God to give us these precious gifts, to by our words and attitudes and actions to be right with God, that's what righteousness is, and to live as one who is set apart for God, that's what holiness is, and when we are set apart and when we are right with God, to live out the ministries as individuals that God has given us and to live out the ministry that God has given church. As Jesus said, ask and you shall receive. Now again, the Greek word Jesus used here is eteo, and it means beg. <laughs> it's not a nice asking God, it's begging God. Beg and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock on the door and the door will be opened to you. So we can do things when we are struggling with anger. And as we ask and seek and knock by God's grace and by inviting him in, anger can be replaced with something so much better, so much more lovely. And again, we heard these words earlier. We are called to build up one another because this passage is written for Christians and it's written for the church. We are to be building one another up and to build the church up. And Paul tells us how to do that. Again, in this passage, he says, by being kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as he points out in Christ, God forgave you and me. Isn't that amazing when you think about it? <laughs> that God forgives us. Everything is gone when we go to him in repentance and faith and ask. When by God's grace and through the gift of his Holy Spirit, when those things happen, we will walk in the way of love, the way of God's love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us on the cross as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And that is so much more beautiful than the anger that Paul was talking about at the beginning. Let us pray. Father, Thank you that we can turn to you when anger strikes into our heart and into our soul. And you are there for us. And Lord Jesus, thank you for who you are, the one who can heal anger and so many other things when we come to you and ask and seek and knock, you are there. And so, Holy Spirit, as we continue our walk with you day by day, renew our minds. Help us to live our lives as your people, new creations. 
And I ask in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.